Hello, I am speaking into a microphone now. <laughs> That's all we needed. Thank you. We can go home now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Southern Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 38 of Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and my good friend Morgan Richards. It's me, and I'm on a completely other level of excitement for this week's episode. Yes. And everyone's going to make damn sure they tell all their friends with what we've got coming up. Uh, I was excited for this episode, and then you started doing uh, Sean, you know how I do. Uh-oh. I you a bad feeling about this. Do you know what the saddest thing is? I know that you travelled up today with all these ready, right? And you, we've been together now for about three hours today, and you haven't mentioned you were going to do this, right? And you've had these fucking ready, and you knew I was going to kick off, and so you've even sorted out puns for after I've been upset by them. Got to be prepared, of you? I ate him, Mog. Um, <laughs> yes. Anyway. So anyway, as you've obviously guessed, because you can read, and Morgan's given it away, obviously, with his terrible puns, which he does to a deadline every week. Sorry about that. Our guests this week are Adam Lazara and John Nolan from inspirational megastars taking back Sunday. Yes, you wouldn't believe how happy I am for this episode. Oh, I no, literally. I would. Literally, I've... I am next level. I know. I know. I've, okay. Uh, yeah, you are... Um, well, we were both extremely happy when we found out we could do this. Yeah, very much so. So, um, thank you very much to Emma Van Dyte, Emma Van Dizzle. She sorted this out for us. And, um, yeah, we were kind of... Well, I, I personally was a bit nervous going into this one, and I haven't really been nervous about doing any of the others. It was just... Knowing that we had a full episode with them and a range of topics we could talk about. And, yeah, I was just really excited. Yeah. It was more excited than nervous, I suppose. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was awesome. And they yeah, it, were was just, it was a really good chance, I thought. We got to speak to them uh, backstage at their show in Bristol when yep. they're over here for their UK tour, celebrating 20 years as a band of Taken Back Sunday. So we get to go into all sorts from that two decades get to openly talk about some of their most iconic albums and just a whole range of yeah, burning questions we've had for we talk all these about years. Mike swinging we do how, we could I, how could i not touch on that for anybody who'd ever seen the blackout live um i'm sorry and also you are welcome <laughs> uh but also you saw me chuck a mic about and you know 
sadly, I know you're probably all thinking, well, Sean, you obviously inv- invented Mike Swinging. Wrong. No. No, I'd seen somebody else do it, and then I got so good just, at it. You just stole it from In other way, people. Yeah. Um, and made it your own. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we talk about all that, and uh, we and had a great time. We did. It was probably... Well, I was going to say, we've been very lucky enough to talk to some crazy people yes. uh, on the podcast so far, but I think this has been one that's an- another level of importance. Another level? Of importance. interview Dean Bowers <laughs> and... No, no, oh, no, not another level of boy band. Oh, I was trying right. to, I was trying to be all like set metal and yeah. nice about this show. Well, you know, you know, I couldn't let you do it. I know, but they're a band that mean a lot to both you and me. I yes. mean, anyone who knows me personally, listen to this, will know how chuffed I am to have this band on. Oh, all three of them are ecstatic for you. Yeah, all three of my friends, <laughs> and uh, that's two more than I've got. So jealous. Yeah, I am. no, but like it's on a serious note, not to get like fangirly or. Send a, a bit deep or anything like this, yep. but if it wasn't for Taking Back Sunday, I, I, I don't because they have been the band who have helped me through a lot of stuff growing up with mental health, with a whole bunch of things over the years. So I'm just excited to have Adam and John on and get a proper chat with them and get them to tell their stories. Nice, yes. And for some daft reason, if someone hasn't checked out their mad backlog of stuff, please do because they've got anthems yeah. on every record yes they and are it's helped and influenced all kinds of people and bands including you sean yes completely yeah oh there's so many bands today that are out and about that have um taken inspiration from taking back sunday so again thank you very much to adam and john i know they listen every week but i know they're excited to listen to this one because they both came on and they both showed us off their sapping tattoos they had massive back pieces I couldn't absolutely believe it but talking about taking things from Taking Back Sunday you used to sing You Know How I Do over your song Top of the World yes I did yes I did do in the middle bit that's because um, there was no singing over that bit and I was bored so I realised that fit it and then that's how that would get into there um yeah, we had a great time with Taking Back Sunday. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, John. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Well, of course, it's a very busy period right now going on with the summer and all the festivals. We've been really busy. We're going to be at Reading Festival next week, which I'm extremely excited for. Yes. But of course, if you fancy a last-minute festival getaway, happening right now in the UK is Arctangent Festival. Oh, that's this weekend, yeah. It is this week. It was happening right now. Arctangent Festival in the Bristol. Yes. And of course, if you want to get down, you still have a chance because Meshuggah is going to be playing the only UK show of 2019 tomorrow. That's the Saturday, 17th of August. Nice. And you can get 10% off your tickets with promo code SAPNIN on their website, arctangent.co.uk forward slash tickets. Big fan of Meshuggah. Um, that song Bleed is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the drummer is absolutely insane. If you've never heard Meshuggah Bleed, go on the YouTube and watch the drum cam for the drummer. And have a listen, because he's playing 72 different songs at the same time. And it's incredible. I don't understand how he, he could possibly do it. And then rush yourself down to Arctangent and watch it live. Get but there. otherwise, if you look at this year's lineup and gutted you couldn't make it, as of this Sunday morning, 
for an exclusive limited time only, you'll be able to get super early bird tickets to Arctangent 2020, and this means a huge 20% off all tickets. Nice. There's no booking fees, and the option to have a full refund up until March if anything comes up or you change your mind for some strange reason. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Thank you very much to the people of Arctangent for uh, getting in touch with us and uh, letting us know all this information. Yeah, and of course for, for letting us, listeners us happening to get 10% off their tickets for this year's yes. lineup. So Also, if you're uh, another festival or a tour or anything like that and you want to get in touch and you want us to possibly shout out your stuff, just get in touch at saplingpodcast at gmail.com. Ooh, nice. Or you can follow us on our socials at Twitter and Instagram at SaplingPod. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. You heard the little break in Sean's voice there. That's because he's actually just caught a fly. Mid-air. Mid-air while recording this podcast. I'm like Mr. Miyagi. You are. People don't I know didn't Mr. even Miyagi. hear you do it either. I so was that's to, no, when you were doing the Arctangent stuff, I plucked it out of the air <laughs> and I was trying to show you, but you were so concentrated. I was like, look at this. Because I saw you do it and I thought, if I look at you now, I'm just going to go on about that. So I wanted to get all that important information in first so we could do this bit. Mr. Miyagi. But speaking of our email address and social media, if anyone wants to send us some free stuff as well that would be really cool because Sean's got a, a load of uh, energy drinks yes, uh, recently Monster thank um, you very much to the people at Monster for sending me some of the pipeline punch it is literally like uh, my life fluid at the moment I'm on the old goth petrol he is it's There's, fantastic he's got, he's got his own Eiffel Tower it's an Eiffel Tower um, yeah, it's an energy drink tower. <laughs> yeah, so I like free stuff. Otherwise... Oh, there you go. All right. Oh, no, no, no. So, you, well, you've oh, got... No, wait a minute. Shut up, mouth. What's happened here is... Sean's... You know Sean used to be in that really big band that did really, really, really well, right? Would Monster have got in touch with Sean, who's in a new band now and has got a podcast that's doing all right as well. And they've gone, oh, do you remember when we give you some Monster for Would you like some more? And I've said yes. So then, yeah, I'm ju- happy for you. Then journalist Morgan then... I'm really happy who, for you, um, I think did a lot of journalism for... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hasn't been offered any monster, mm, no. so now he's trying to get on the blag. Somebody send him some free shit. Um, what can I send? What, what, what's on brand for you? You don't even, like, drink, like, caffeinated <laughs> I'm, drinks. It was, it was a joke. I'm happy for right you. Then. I just like what free can, stuff. What can any- have? Um, eyebrow trimmers. Yeah, that is there. Um, what, um... I can't think of... Come- Gillette. Dear Gillette, <laughs> send Morgan <laughs> some eyebrow trimmers. What else can you have, Morg? What else do you like? Shoes. Bloody hell, fucking hell. <laughs> what else do you like? Oh, like uh, money. Oh, yeah, send me a 50 pound note. I also like having a nice uh, group of a community. Oh, nice. I, do you know what I was about to say? Why didn't you say a community group? And you have. So, well done. Yes, go on. Do this bit. Yeah, so instead of giving me free stuff, you can just get involved with our Patreon. Oh, I like that. So, if you head over to patreon.com forward slash sapnin, yes. you can get involved with our ever-growing and fantastic uh, community and get exclusive rewards and tiers and all kinds of stuff back for your support of the podcast. Yes, and it's a lovely to see that a lot of the people are meeting up, getting together. Um, lately, we've had uh, Sam from the community, Amy and Emma all went to, what's it called, church? What's it? Sheffield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know what the fucking town's called, Mog. Don't I? 
I was trying to think of the name of the vegan restaurant they went to. Anyway, yeah, so uh, three of the community met up in Sheffield. Obviously, I know what Sheffield is. Um, and, yeah, and they all went out for food. So, yeah, it's nice to see. And everyone's very supportive of each other. And we're all in touch and messaging each other. So it's a great community. Everyone's absolutely lovely. And thanks again to all those people who support us with the Patreon. Yeah, it literally means the world. As Sean said, people have been even doing unofficial Sapling meetups for future festivals going on later in the year and everything and everything that comes from the Patreon goes back into making this podcast bigger and better than ever before so please go check it out patreon.com forward slash sapnin awesome is there any other news this week there is some news I want to touch on so I'll do this bit news and our nice sound was there. Tidy. Tidy. Um, last week, of course, we mentioned the news, a funeral for a friend, a reuniting for a couple of very special yes, charity shows. Yes. Not only did those tickets sell out within five seconds, they added another date, which sold out. So now they're playing a total of three shows around the UK in October. And two of those shows have support by who? Uh, pay the man in Cardiff yeah which is a friend of mine called Kyle friend of uh, mine as well so we'll shout out with Kyle you had to get that in acoustic (laughs) acoustic. friend of Morgan's right that's Uh, better Kyle that's better I don't know Kyle do us a favour get in touch bro if you had to say one of us was your friend who would would it be Um, Kyle uh, pay the man and then also Patreon member David Winchurch and his band Those Damn Crows yes I'm really excited to see them riff off in front of people's faces. Yes. Uh, who else is playing? Um, Holden Absence is playing the first gig with a band called Wallflower yeah. as well. Was there anybody else? Well, I was trying to set you up was to say else? this, Sean, but I'm sure there's a band that you're somehow involved in. That oh, yeah, Raiders are playing. Show. Yeah, Raiders are playing. And I, yeah, I knew about this for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, so remember a couple of weeks ago when we were like ha 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 stuff coming up well this is it that we knew all along <laughs> yeah but um, Raiders are very lucky to be asked to play with him for a friend and um, yeah we're very very excited we're excited as we are heartbroken to be honest because really I think Film for Friend would agree that we'd we'd all rather not be doing these shows for the reason that we are doing them. And that is because our friend Big Stu has been given a terminal prognosis for uh, the illness he currently has. So we're trying our best to raise as as much funds, as many funds, as much funds as possible for Stu's family. So I know tickets are sold out. But if you guys head to faf, F-F-A-F underscore official and check out the link for the Just Giving page for Stu. And if you could give anything at all, that would be fantastic um, because he's he's an absolute legend. And it's been great just to see the reaction and everything for the support of Stu. And as Sean said, go and check out the Just Giving page so you can get involved and help as well. And as Sean will be playing, we're going to be trying to get the podcast involved somehow and do maybe a, a special and yeah. get some more money raised. Uh, so, yeah, it's just great to see all the support that's come from us. Yeah, there's outpouring of love. And it's, um, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome to see. So thank you very much 
to everyone who's donated so far. Thank you very much if you bought a ticket. Obviously, you didn't buy a ticket to see us because we weren't announced. And I'm sorry if you've bought a ticket and you didn't want to see us. But uh, tough fucking luck. Uh, anyway, other news. You Me at Six have a song out. Uh, yes. New music. New music by You Me at Six is out this week. So go and check that out. And they're going to be performing and headlining a festival in London in September called Gunsbury. Yes. That includes um, a lot of former guests of the podcast and yes. Death of Honor as it is and Milk Teeth yep. as well as one of my personal favourite bands Jimmy World Yes, and uh, yeah I'm surprised that New Year 6 or the festival hasn't been in touch for two reasons one to have us there come on obviously yep and number two, to have you, Sean, perform the consequence of them because they're playing all their singles and full. Well, yeah, you'd think so. You'd think so. But uh, none of you, me at six, have been in touch. So if you listen to this now, if you could uh, tweet at Josh, me at six, going, hey, you know Sean was on the consequence, right? That'd be enough. Because I'd like to be there to do that song with them, and I'd also like to be there to do the podcast there. And so. I'd like to be there to do the podcast and to watch Sean scream with the guys on stage. There so. you go. Happy so days. Let's make, make it happen. happen. Let's make it happen. And uh, yeah, anything else? Yeah, there's one or two couple of quick things I wanted to mention is the lovely boys we like to talk about the podcast in while she sleeps. Yes, oh yes. They brought out a special t shirt this past week that really showcases uh, how little bands make in the music industry from streaming services. Yes. They brought a t shirt that uh, explained that price of one t-shirt which is your standard 20 pounds i believe is worth 5000 spotify plays which is absolutely crazy when you think about it yeah so and what the while she sleeps boys have done as well is they've made that design it's not a while she sleeps specific specific design they've made it available to other bands that want to sell it as well which i think is such such a nice thing to do it's a good message to get out there cuz i i think a lot of people don't realize how much Spotify doesn't pay bands like I know you're paying a tenner a month and that's cool and you get all our music there but yeah bands are not making money off the music so um, yeah so support bands however you can merch is the way forward at the moment so yeah well done to While She Sleeps and hopefully we'll get the While She Sleeps boys on um, I, I soon. very much like that yeah me too lovely yeah. lovely boys Got my support 100%. I love what they do. I love their music. I love how they are with their fans. Genuinely just love them. So yes, well done to While She Sleeps. And as Sean said, support your bands. Go and buy merch. Go and buy tickets. Go to shows and just enjoy them while they're there because you never know what can happen. You never know. Right then. What else was there? That should be enough, I reckon. Yeah, that's it. Let's get on with this for... For the love of God, right? You've been waiting for it since we've started talking about it. We've been waiting for this to come out for about four weeks. We're really excited. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam and John from Taking Back Sapnin. Woo! I meant Sunday. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Sapnin! Sapnin! Hey! Sapnin! Yeah! Oh, John nice. got it! John's nice. got it! 50%! <laughs> I, I, I always try not to do my accent around people that naturally talk that way. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like maybe they'll find it offensive. So that's why I didn't know what to do in that no, situation. That's, oh, that's sorry. Completely fine yeah. with us. Um, um, it we, is a bit of a weird word anyway, so we, we'll let you off. We do realize we do have these ridiculous accents yeah, as that's well. That's true. So no, no, it's, it's not fine. ridiculous. It's just different. Uh, no, <laughs> it's, it's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Like, Welsh people on TV only ever play like unintelligent characters, so it kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. like, they're all like dopey, like and, like, Irish people. They, they get labelled with that. But anyway, <laughs> what are we doing? We have introduced our guests. <laughs> our, uh, our guests this week are the legendary, inspirational... I think that's... That depends on you. some more. Wait, see, music changing, <laughs> incredible live band that are Taking Back Sunday. Yes. This week's guest oh, are shucks. Adam and John. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. Thanks are, so much for Are you just us. trying Thank to you. butter us up because nope. you're going to ask us some <laughs> weird questions? <laughs> not at all. Very very not not at all. <laughs> Genuinely, we both feel yeah, this we, way. Yeah, we do. I agree uh, with well, everything you, you just said. So, yeah, but thanks for taking time out to uh, talk with us on your UK tour. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for having us. Pleasure. Taking the time. Oh. Welcome to our <laughs> lovely accommodations. Our beautiful... Bus. I Ooh. haven't spent much time in this room, to be oh, honest. No? No? Oh, you've been missing yeah, out. Nice. It's a yeah. wonderful <laughs> little room. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I see you've got the uh, old Xbox games. Yeah, I don't know if on. anyone's been playing no? them or not, but we've got a nice collection here. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's there if you know. Andy, Andy was playing the other day. Yeah. But I have I haven't I haven't seen anybody else t- touch it though. Legends of WrestleMania, that looks fun. Yeah. What? I didn't yeah, see it's that. Got, it's got all the <laughs> legends. We have a game of that. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, down. yeah, The oh. Rock. Yeah, so Junkyard yeah. Dog. So uh, yeah, Junkyard Dog. That's blasting the past. Yeah, wow. Bloody hell. But no, but how's how's things been? How's everything going in the world of Taking Back Sunday? Great. This tour's been great. Um, we've been kind of like we started. We've been going pretty much nonstop since January, and uh, uh, we started in Australia and did a bit of Asia, and then we did a U.S. tour, and um, and we were happy to bring this tour over here, you know, because it's. 20 years since we've been Mm. a band which is really hard to believe and um, we wanted to uh, just basically because we put out Tidal Wave and that record cycle was kind of winding down 
so typically we would just go straight into writing another record mm. but then when we realized that it was 20 years of us being a band we thought oh well we're just gonna take a year and go to the people that made all this ride possible you know and uh, play whatever they want to hear and that's what we've been doing and the show's been great Oh, I bet they have. Yeah, because I'm going to say, celebrating these 20 years, you've been everywhere, playing different albums in full every night. What's it been yeah. like for you just revisiting the whole back catalogue of songs and seeing the different reactions for songs you haven't played in a long time all over different countries? It's it, it's pretty crazy, man, because there, well, even for me, like, there were songs where I was like, oh, yeah, we had, this is one of ours. And <laughs> because, <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and uh, yeah, because there's a lot, you know, that we just haven't been like like you said we haven't been playing over the years and and it's funny too one of the things i i noticed that i guess kind of reminded me of just why i like any kind of art so much is that uh depending on like where you are in your life you know uh, one thing could mean something different to you mm -hmm. and for instance like we have this song called uh, this photograph is proof and after a while you know like i just like it didn't really do it for me okay and then when we went to revisit and we were relearning it because we had never played it with this lineup of the yeah of, of the band but then i realized like it was like oh my god this mean like the song means a lot to me but it means something completely different than what it was when i first wrote it just because i have different lenses now you so anyways i think that that's pretty cool but that's happened with a bunch of the songs okay so. oh fantastic yeah i'm sure just celebrating two decades a lot of memories have, have just come up and i'm sure it's a figure you can't really believe it's been that long since you guys no. started out no it doesn't feel that long like when we first started talking about it our manager jillian she's like you know 2019 is going to be 20 years since you joined the band i'm like no -uh. shut up and but it she was she she, she was right we're some of the luckiest guys you're ever going to meet because it's like who gets to do this in, for 20 years you know so john how john how are you feeling i've, I've been hogging all our, <laughs> it's fine I, you know i've been hogging all our airtime i've just been waiting for for when you know there's something that i have to say oh. i think you've got you've, you've held it down very very nicely so you know. <laughs> well you're welcome then <laughs> how do you guys feel about tell all your friends being the inspirational record it was to so many bands because i know my band the blackout <clears throat> like if it wasn't for glassjaw you guys Lost Profits, Refused, I, we probably wouldn't have sounded anything like we did or I'd probably have done half the things that we did. Yeah. So how do you feel, looking back on it now, seeing how, how inspirational that first record was? <laughs> or do you even feel that? I don't know. Like you, you well, should. it's like hard for... Well, for me, it's like hard for me to see it like that. Yeah. Because for me, I mean... Oh, well, I mean, that record changed all of our lives, hmm. um, uh, being as it was the first one and it did what... It, reach so many people but um i they're like yeah i've never thought about it like that like i was because at the time we were just trying to get enough songs together so we could tour and we thought it'd be amazing if we could have a record like in stores you know and uh yeah so it's yeah it never really I, I think it's hard for us to look at it any differently than than from our own personal experience with it which is just being kind of like dumb kids who had never gone into a studio before and were just like excited to 
to make an album and mm-hmm. we had uh yeah our expectations i think i remember even having conversations about like well maybe we could sell like 10,000 20,000 records maybe mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. that would be amazing you know that's where our heads were at so everything or that like, happened, yeah that was like the top too yeah like, that was like, kind of like we're, we're, we're like we know this crossed. is not going to happen but wouldn't it be cool if it did yeah but we start we, yeah we start getting 20 printed and then we yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. go from there <laughs> i think our producer i even remember him making jokes about when the record goes gold he wants you know his cut or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and it was like hey we we're all laughing you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's hard for us to separate that experience of making it and where we're at from the reaction that it, it got after and what it means to people now because yeah. it it still will always kind of be that to us, you know. Yeah, hmm. well, I think a lot of bands in our scene that came out like five to ten years after you guys brought that album out probably owe you 20% of everything so you should well, probably we should go start. try to collect yeah. get a big debt collector yeah yeah. I'm gonna go have to write some strongly worded emails after but this I did come up with that idea so you can't cash that 20% on me so everybody uh, else yeah, is yeah, cool he's just, he's just yeah. trying to save his own mouth I'm trying to save my own mouth yeah. but I'm also trying to make you money as well so that's so win win for everyone really yeah, yeah. 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 No, but with that I mean it goes without saying that a lot of Taking Back Sunday fans have always had connection with your songs doesn't matter what album that's been on but with Tell Your friends it seems to be that kind of different level of i think maybe the first one of the first albums they'd listened to of that kind of music and that kind of seeing it at that time have you just been able to see that with this tour in particular playing these songs every night the fans are just extra enthusiastic about this set in a way yeah i mean there there's it's really interesting to hear like or just or to see kind of some of the deeper cuts on that mm. record you know like head club yeah and then uh and to see the reaction that those songs get because we're all because we're kind of like uh nobody's gonna like, want to hear really? this song. <laughs> <laughs> that one yeah <laughs> okay yeah but uh yeah it's interesting with tell all your friends because yeah like even the the ones that are less popular i'll always notice like there'll be like a small group at least of people who are into that one song you know like <laughs> yeah. and you can tell you know some of the, the the audience in general goes a little quieter on those but the, you know there's always a pocket of people who are like yes this one <laughs> yeah, yeah like, so that's cool Oh, awesome! Nice. Yeah, and on and knowing the states and stuff in particular, you've been kind of flipping the coin about what other album you've been yeah. playing live. I know you've even had some guest appearances from like Seth Rollins, the yeah. superstar. Yeah, yeah, doing yeah, that. yeah. He yeah he came out in L.A. and, and then uh, well for yeah that whole idea first we like we the idea was brought up just as a joke and we're like yeah we're never gonna do that and and then we just ended up doing it and it's actually nice because in that first night because uh, we've been doing that if we're in a city for two nights yeah yeah and then that first night it's just you just don't know what you're gonna be playing and then so there's a little bit of uh of anxiety but the good kind that comes with that um is, that, an, is that a nightmare for your techs then are they like oh i've got to go get the other guitar <laughs> what are you gonna do and, uh, the when we first were doing it it was it was like <laughs> just chaos. a shit show yeah. <laughs> every time once a coin was slipped by the end of the last u.s tour i felt like we had it even you know i guess everyone figured out a system to, yeah, to deal like with it you know them. well yeah because then even like that first night you know you flip the coin it lands on whatever everybody's got to 
tune right mm. for this for the song that they didn't know they were going to play <laughs> and then like during the first song you can see everybody like running out to put set list down and then so it's a little bit of chaos but nice. i yeah. enjoy that i was going to say you probably got to like keep on your toes as soon as it lands to go straight into the first song ready so. yeah yeah there well i like think that the crowd is uh, a little bit more forgiving too in that situation because they don't know what's coming next either and they know we don't know so we have a little like a little window of time like it's not like because you know normally during like a regular set you try to keep things moving yeah and then they, yeah but there's definitely like two or three minutes there to where <laughs> we're all figuring it out Oh, awesome yeah and with celebrating this 20 years you've just put out a uh, kind of best of kind of record getting a lot yeah. of singles and kind of a couple of big cuts title 20 we kept it simple yes oh, yeah. good thinking uh, yeah. we actually had two new tracks on there as yeah. well was it just something you wanted to put on this record or has there been talks and, and writing other new material process already or what, what? well we everybody's always got ideas kicking around but yeah. it's like really not until we all can get together in, in, a, in, a, in a room to where things really start to take shape but those songs uh came from we were writing uh like we had like a window of time and then john and i live in north carolina and mark and sean live in new york so mark and sean went to the studio and just kind of laid down the bare bones uh ideas for for these songs or well for one of them or for all ready to go and then they sent it to john and i and then we kind of our thing on it and then we all got together and and to like hash out the smaller details but the other song actually a song for dan mark had been working on that um since like right around the time we started touring for tidal wave um he uh he would always be on his phone and you would think he'd be like playing a game or on social media or something, but turns out he doesn't have any apps on his phone, just GarageBand. So like he would be sitting there on his phone, like putting this together with all these samples, yeah. and he's and and he's gotten real quick at it and good with it. So um, with that, it was just a matter of, or for that song, it was just a matter of uh, putting like words and a melody to it. And John okay. actually had something that worked really well. So. And with obviously we've mentioned revisiting songs and a couple of ones that you've kind of forgotten playing, haven't played in a long time. But is there any in those twenty years? Is there any taking back Sunday songs you feel has never had the recollection it, it deserves? I mean, because I know like El Paso was one in particular. <laughs> that's yeah, when that's that came a big out. one that yeah. always I think we come back to. Or we figured it out that only like twelve people like that song. Like, like it's like <laughs> it's us in the band. Mark's brother Dave, <laughs> my dad, made up brother name. Yeah, no, no, Mark's Dave. brother Dave. Yeah, yeah. Of Dave. It is, yeah, yeah. No. everybody's brother yeah. called Dave. His name is Dave oh. O'Connell. And, and, and uh, Andy likes that one. John, anybody? Is there anybody uh, you else? Know what? You know, I my met, brother. I met Nathan. two people at the bar last night. Two fans last told night? me told me that they love El Paso, like <laughs> and they said, "When are you yeah, gonna like play it. El Paso again?" And. Uh, and I said basically the same thing you're saying to them now. Yeah. But every time we talk about how nobody likes it, I feel like there's always one person that pops up online or somewhere is like, I like that song. But well, it's still, yeah, only like, tried like 16 so hard. people. We, we open with it, I think, every show for like a year. Yeah. Like, we're like, <laughs> like look, it's going to catch on. <laughs> people are going to love And just, it was crickets. But... Now, but yeah, now I mean, when was the last time we played it? We played it randomly, not too long. We ago. played it one random show, and I can't remember. 
It was one where we knew, especially though, that no one would really it's care. Like, this is for us. <laughs> and for you people, I you can't just don't know what show yeah. it was, but it wasn't that long ago. It was a pretty random. Yeah. Calgary? Calgary. Right? Calgary. That's right. Yeah, and we felt like nobody would care, and we were right. But it was fun. But in the U.S., we had lasers, Oof. and which is pretty cool. <laughs> I love and, a laser. And, yeah. and, um, but they can spell. Yeah. They can spell things out, but the thing is, the crowd can't see it because they're looking at us. But we can see it because it's El shooting out that way. Yeah. So uh, Eric, our LD, had it say El Paso for them. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's great. That's blinding people and yeah. putting a song title on, and they don't want <laughs> yeah. it from the end. Yeah. Yeah, well, what do you think it is about songs like that? Then where bands love them, but they just don't seem to go over with the crowd what is if I knew the answer to that just <laughs> yeah that's true yeah we'd all be writing just non-stop bangers or yeah. Yeah. just yeah. go over every time it's really weird though because I you know like like obviously we said we've been doing this a long time and I feel like you still don't know you put yeah. out a record mm. yeah and, you, and whatever you think is gonna catch on you could be right you could be wrong it's just but most of the time I feel like I'm wrong <laughs> so even now I'm just like this one is gonna be people are gonna love this and it's like yeah okay yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't mind it yeah yeah it's don't hate it yeah but with that I think you talk about I think changing over the years and, and everything in between I think the last two records that you guys put out have gone down are the best ones I know well, I was, <laughs> well I was gonna say it shows that a lot more like mature side to the band and show that you've still got those elements that Take Back Sunday fans have loved throughout the years but a bit more older influences and maybe if you think that's just being a, a, a casual a casual just yeah journey. I mean like I think that we are much more comfortable now leaning on a lot of our um, a lot of the things that influence us because mm. before you know you'd get kind of worried like ah oh, this doesn't really sound like a Taking Back Sunday song because it's but we've just kind of realized like well we say what sounds like a Taking Back Sunday song, you know? So, and that, and that kind of opened the door, you know, to just try out different I, different ideas. Uh, and um, it's funny, like, a lot of people have said, oh, well, or, or like with Tidal Wave, they'll be like, oh, oh, it sounds more mature. It's like, well, I hope so, because I was 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was 18 until All Your Friends yeah. was recorded, you know? And, and, so, or 19, 8, or, or wait, sorry, 6. Yeah, that's the, uh, I was, the running story. Yeah, yeah, 6 years old when we were writing. <laughs> so that makes us 26 now. Yeah. But, but, um, but yeah, I just think that's a natural thing. I mean, like with anything in life, you know, mm-hmm. like I would like to think I drive a car better now just because I've been doing it longer. Yeah, you never hear, you never hear <laughs> sure. a review of a record and go, oh, it's a lot less mature than the last record. Yeah, oh, it's a lot true. more childish yeah. than the last yeah. record. They He's really... swearing a lot. Chocolate starfish. Chocolate starfish <laughs> is a lot yeah. more childish than significant other. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's a pretty childish album. You're talking limp Yeah, I'm yeah. going too far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I go, yeah, sorry. No, you sorry. lost me completely. I didn't know that those were titles um, of Limp Bizkit. Yeah. yeah, you're not you're not a Limp Bizkit fan like I am. Yeah, well that's true. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Really, I just wanted to bring up bring up the nobody's ever Bands more getting more immature with <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, na 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 na. Yeah, your new album. Na 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 na. How do you feel about that? But yeah, it's just never happens. Um, yeah, I, well, I know for a fact we were, me and Sean were talking in the car on the way up here, and we were talking about two music videos uh, for yes. your back catalog in particular. Two questions. Okay. 
number one. Okay. Um, your no. your soul last summer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Favor Flav. Two mm-hmm. questions. Why? And number two, <laughs> what was his response? You know the answer. Bear in mind, you know the answer deep down. Flavor Flav. What was the answer when he was asked to be in the video? When he when he was there, he kept asking. Uh, what group is this? <laughs> oh, no. Like, of course. Like, yeah, he probably or, doesn't know he's in public enemy, like, though. All right. Yeah, he must have asked that like five or ten times. So he, so he's from the same town Mark is from on Long Island, and we were trying to think of what to do for the video with our buddy Christian. And John at the time, John mm-hmm. and Sean had just left the band, so like we didn't want Fred to be singing in it, so we were trying to think. And Mark goes, yo, I just saw Flavor Flav the other day. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet, know what we could do. Yeah, like I bet we could get him to do it, and then because he would just see him around town. That's ins- with a clock. Always knew what time it was. <laughs> and and then, no, he wasn't wearing the clock at the uh, time. He, he, he had these really strange sunglasses, though, that you you can notice in the video. That like rather than going behind your ears, it's mm. like this contraption that oh, yeah, the, went around his head, they the top were of his on head. Them, they? The Oakley ones. Yeah. It, it was strange. They look like future glasses, but 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 yeah. But that's good name for a band. Yeah, sorry, future, future glasses. glasses. <laughs> Carry on. So um, yeah, that's how that came about. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, the answer I was looking for for when he was asked to be in the video was yeah, boy. Oh, 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 see. Sorry, oh. sorry. And the second <laughs> the second video. I just feel like I really let you down. <laughs> no, sorry. No, no, sorry. You set me up in everything. No, it's okay. Right. It was a bad yeah. setup. To be yeah. I mumbled. It was. It's okay. Um, and yeah, the second video. <coughs> Um, what was the treatment for the deaf, the death wolf video? Was it? Um, did you get a big treatment of super they need a sandwich? And then, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, there was. We saw a really big budget. It's funny that was. Um, we were thinking because we want. They wanted us to put out like a lyric video, hmm. and we're like, "Well, we don't want just graphics." So our buddy Seamus, uh, it, 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 like he does video. That's what he does. And so we just called him, and we were like, "Can you come over to the house and just film us do, doing this thing?" And then so yeah, like it was right. Like we were facing John's house, and I just brought the Bronco over, and yeah, we just so that would be funny. So there's a running theme that I'm noticing in this interview that, like some of the other things we talked about, it started out as a joke, and then we're and like, then why we don't we just do that? Yeah, that, well, that seems to be the majority of best ideas. Like my yeah. old band, yeah. literally, looking back on it now, we we must have wasted so much money because we did stupid things like. We were sec- second from top on the on the second stage of download. We were replacing some forty one. So because we knew all the some forty one fans were going to be disappointed, we had a fifty foot backdrop made that said "fuck the blackout." Because because <laughs> why not? Because once we've said it, yeah. wh- what can you say that's going to harm us? We spent a fortune on that. We had inflatable middle fingers that came up as we started. <laughs> we had um, our first ever headline show. We wait, had wait, 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 wait. So like. It, like you had like a blower that and, yeah, yeah. and, and you yeah, started two, yeah and well they were giant they, hands right that yeah. just, they were you know proper five fingered hands right that yeah. came up they would have just come up like that but we had them tie all the fingers <laughs> down back, so, it so as we started so all the some 41 fans who hadn't found out some 41 weren't playing were there going yes here we go fat lip is it and then we would come on and they'd be like what the fuck the black oh some 41 have taken her dislike into the fucking <laughs> yeah. account, I think. and then all of a sudden as it starts two giant middle fingers either side of the stage um, 
That cost us a couple of grand. I was wasted. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't say wasted. Uh, no, yeah. no, that well, wasn't yeah, wasted fun, at all. <laughs> you, you, you still could have been a band longer. Still have pictures of it, though, right? Yeah, there's video of it, yeah, which yeah, is lucky. Um, but if the internet goes down, I've got no proof of I've ever been in a band. Well, you've so. got the memory of the story which you just told. So. Yeah, but the problem is, yeah. like most people, <laughs> nobody will believe it. That's the thing. I can make that thing. I didn't see it, but I believe it. Yeah. Thank you. Here we go. No, what would have been amazing was if so the middle fingers came up and you had that backdrop okay so the middle fingers are coming coming up if, nice. if you guys started playing like that and then just went into your own set well <laughs> between 2009 and 2012 right some 40 the blackout played more some 41 shows than some 41 <laughs> we replaced them for some reason we sound nothing a, like some 40 we're not yeah. pop punk in the slightest why they thought the blackout would be a good fit <coughs> I have no idea but we ended up replacing them on the Kerrang tour and we'd come on and we'd come on to sorry seems to be the hardest word by Elton John <laughs> so I'm sorry so sorry yeah, yeah. and I'd go I'm sorry we're not some 41 with a blackout we'd start play one of our songs and as soon as that song finished I'd go only fucking joking ba ba bam bam and we'd play <laughs> some 41 fat lip in its entirety oh you played the Wait, whole song you played the whole yeah, thing the whole See, song that is, the a crowd good, that is a good move completely switched they'd gone from I hate you Welsh twats to <laughs> the, the one song I can hear anyway <laughs> so we won them over by then but yeah it's nice yeah. see that's great so, so yeah, having a laugh was fun but yeah we wasted some money bloody doing so it so basically <laughs> if all you've got to do in the band is think of ideas for jokes and then maybe become the best ideas ever and then just follow through just on follow through yeah. these ideas yeah it's the I think with anything in life it's all about the follow through yeah and then yeah because that's me and like a lot of our career even um, it's it's just it's crazy ideas that we're, we're followed through on. Yeah. So, well, yeah, this whole life, like this whole <laughs> band life, is just crazy when you think about it. I'm just gonna go play music around the world to people. Yeah, yeah. Watch me. Crazy idea. Yeah. <laughs> Job done. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about is the evolution of the term emo because we were talking before and we've said to a couple other guests where I think that term was quite derogatory a couple of years back and it was seen kind of frowned upon but mm. now in I recent, like it. Yeah, I recent like years it, it seems that it's yeah, come people are proud yeah. it's, it's come back in full oh, swing yeah. I mean it's associated a lot with Taking Back Sunday what's yeah. your kind of feelings about all that kind of emo used to be a word that you would use to make fun of your friends with yeah. hmm. and then one day it just switched and people started claiming it saying like I am this hmm. or like bands would come out like we're an emo band and we would always be like well that's ridiculous we're a rock and roll band and, and, and so but it's a strange thing how it yeah it has kind of because then people were claiming it and then I guess too many people claimed it <laughs> so it became bad again and now people are claiming it again like I read this <coughs> thing uh, this something Anthony Green posted and it's all about like this like emo revival thing and th and like how many years ago like seven years ago or so like they're like we'd be doing interviews and they'd be like how do you feel about yeah. this emo revival and mm. we're like well, what the fuck are you talking about because for us we've just never gone anywhere yeah. and, and it's so but um yeah I think the whole thing's a bit silly but maybe it's like a natural human instinct you know like this pack instinct of like you you want to be a part and 
in order to be a part of something, it has to have a name. Yeah. Well, I remember when we were starting out, a lot of the, the talk about emo and and our relationship to it would, would come from people interviewing us. It wasn't something that we were like thinking about yeah. or talking about hmm. amongst ourselves. We didn't really yeah. give a shit one way or the other. Unless we were making fun of one another. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I guess it's kind of like the grunge thing in the 90s where, you know, like people that are writing articles you know want to they got to have a a name for things and you know kind of categorize and it makes sense you know that that they have to to find names for things and talk about it you know in their in their articles or whatever but we've never really given it a lot of thought you know one way or the other i feel like ever since then and even now Hmm. i think this is the most i've talked about it (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's fair yeah of course we can't adam we can't have you here without talking about your legendary mic swinging skills big influence big influence on sean um on a lot of people i think um I was talking to Jeff from Thursday, who was one of the first people I ever saw lobbing a mic about, mm-hmm. and he used to do it in kind of a wild, chaotic way. Yeah, he would do like big, like just basically hold his arm up, and yeah. you would kind of see everybody like, oh, oh shit, somebody. yeah, like, yeah. Um, but but yeah, yeah, yours is a bit more calculated, and yeah, I was I was telling Jeff, and I was t- telling Morgan earlier that I saw a video of you from Reading one year when you were throwing the mic about. And you do something that I don't. I still don't understand to this day how, how you did it. And I, I might not know either. Yeah. So you're, you're I, yeah, that was me. my worry. Yeah. That was my worry. And um, yeah, like how did sometimes that, you get lucky. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I found that. Yeah. Wait, what was it? What did I do? I don't, I'd have to show you. I don't think there's yeah. a... Yeah, I can't really explain it. But yeah, you threw it out, came in, and then... I don't know, you did something with your arms, and it went around them, and then all of a sudden it was back up, just levitating in front of you, and it was there. And I don't know how oh. you did it. It was almost as if you defied gravity for a couple of seconds. That sounds like it might have been an accident. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that sounds like it. Uh, no, that's uh, my classic uh, yeah. arm twister. I think yeah, you find that's called yeah. Isaac Newton. <laughs> yeah. It's real humdinger of a move. <laughs> Yeah, now, how, how did you get into that? Like, how did, was well, that a- I was the bass player in the band, and then I had, like, it's kind of almost like you, like I had the bass to hide behind or, like, yeah. something to do to not, to help with the nerves. You know? And then when I started singing, you know, you feel a little bit like Ricky Bobby, like you don't know what to do with your hands. <laughs> you don't do with any of this. But, um... Also, I, I'm a huge At The Drive-In fan, and oh, cool. Cedric has this way of doing it to where, like, I couldn't even, I don't even know how he does it. Like, he'll, like, toss it and catch it with his foot and yeah. then do this. It's cr- crazy. So that's where it originally came from, I think, was like, well, maybe I could do that. And then it just kind of grew into its own thing. And then, like, I got made fun of for a long time about it. Oh, really? And uh, and and now, every, every like, if we play a show and I don't do it, people are like, well, the show sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I want my money back. Yeah. Like, they well, played fucking note perfectly. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but, well, because, like, we played uh, a, sh- a show in Dublin at Whelan's, um, like, last week. And it's, a, and it's a really small place. And, like... So on the stage, like the, it was just impossible hmm. to like throw, like throw, throw, throw it around. And I saw on my Twitter somebody's like, or this girl's like, you didn't 
throw the mic once. And I'm like, what? I, I physically yeah, couldn't. What do you want me to do? Kill a front row? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just knock everyone's teeth yeah. out. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the show. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of, um, I was the the blackout played. I think that you you did give it a name. Oh, um, and I knocked Matt out. Matt Rabano. Yeah, we laid him out. Flat out. <laughs> Didn't mean to. So. We had the stage was real big, and the other shows we've been playing, the stages weren't so big. So normally when we're on a bigger stage, like I'll, I'll just get a little cocky, and then so I go, and um, I toss it around my neck just as far as just like really far and then so it's swinging around my neck it normally like you feel the tension there and i just heard like i just heard (laughs) and it went slack and i I was like what the Uh hell just happened and i look back and matt was just flat out like knocked out and then um he, 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 oh my god, I felt so, I still feel so bad. But he, it was such a trooper though. So, like, he kind of comes to, they take him down, the paramedics, like, wrap him up. Yeah. And he comes back up and finishes the show. And then after he's done playing, he goes to the hospital and gets all these stitches. And I felt really bad. But that was, like, the, that, that, that was the worst time. Yeah. I was about mm-hmm. to say, was that the worst accident? Um, well, accident? I started to become a lot more aware of, like where everybody else was on the stage yeah <clears throat> after that but because because i think what happened with him was like he was like looking down at his tuner and and, and then like hit it and went to walk forward and yeah poor man yeah it sucks yeah, we, for him we saw him not long ago because he's with glass joe at the moment oh yeah? yeah 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 oh wow that's crazy and then wow that- i wonder if he's gonna be doing that sh- that long island show with him mm-hmm. see because i heard too that he was doing um Angels and airwaves yeah He's yeah. About to, yeah yeah we, yeah we saw him on slam dunk yeah, and we had a word in i him. think he was filling in for glass show for about 10 11 shows and then and then doing and then angel stuff with, yeah with yeah. on the long co so alien cool. hunter alien hunter alien hunter, <laughs> alien hunter. <laughs> um, um yeah but yeah awesome um tom DeLong has a lot of secrets that we don't know Apparently, though, but does like I don't know, does he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know where you know what the secrets. I know about the alien stuff. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Is there, well, because I was talk because a buddy of ours, Jeff, like uh, has worked with him for years, mm. and then and like just like a no nonsense guy. And we saw him not too long ago because he he's tour managing Jimmy World now. And so we played the show with him. And we were talking about... So, oh, no. I, at, I said, are you going to go out and do Angels when they start touring again? And, and he just... Uh, we got to talking about Tom. And then he was like... He's uh, he's in deep. He's in real deep. And then, but he said it in like this real serious way, and then it made me think, Tom, no shit that I w- that I want to know. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. like working with the government supposedly. Yeah, that's yeah, what I've heard. Well, surely UK tour, Angels and Airwaves, Taking Back Sunday, play that massive would, arenas, and then yeah. you can you can tell you all the all we'll the stories. We'll find out all about See, it. See, I yeah. don't know if he would tell tell me though. Oh, you hey might, man, you might not be allowed to know. <laughs> but yeah. Hello there. Um, <laughs> It's for your own your own safety. Yeah, right. Yeah, we were talking to Matt about it, and I said, "Oh, how did the conversation go?" He's like, "Oh, he called me up to ask me to be in the band, and we spoke for an hour. And like the first ten minutes was him trying to persuade me to be in the band. The next fifty minutes was talking about aliens. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah. of course it is. <laughs> Nobody can sit down with Tom DeLonge anymore and go, right? Tell me what. <laughs> tell me what you know. That you know that 
Let me I'd know. be disappointed if it wasn't like that at this stage, to be honest. But um, yeah, but with all that, I mean, we've mentioned that you're just going to be continuing to be busy, continuing to celebrate this 20-year anniversary. But what else is on the cards next for Taking Back Sunday now? Is there any little surprises or plans coming up? Well, it's crazy. This is the first time we've ever had a year like start to finish planned out like we knew where we would be going like in the middle of last year and it's the first time it's ever happened and then as you know like normally you're doing the thing in january like oh my god what are we going to do in the fall so um so we've been kind of just in enjoying that and like knowing where we're going to go and but um yeah i would i would imagine that next year we'll after like the dust clears and uh, that yeah we'll probably go in and start writing i know i'm excited too yeah because then too it's like nice to spend the year you know celebrating like what we've been able to build and Mm. all that but but i also um yeah i would really like to be in the studio Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great to hear. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's been a really great insight. Yeah. So uh, thank, thank you, you very ever much so much. Yes. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah, it's, it's been, been great. Very fun. It's been yeah. one of my most favorite episodes well, so far. One of mine so as well. Yes. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Best podcast ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, thank yeah. you very much. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you. You listen to the podcast. Wait. Yes. That was Adam Lazara and John Nolan. Of Taking Back Sunday. I can't quite believe we actually have done an episode with them, to be honest. Because yep. they were probably at one of the top of my list when we started doing this podcast of guests I'd like on here eventually. And it's happened. Nice. So, really chuffed. They were absolutely lovely. Got to talk. Please stop doing this, no man. Nah, there's still a lot on that nah, list. I don't know. No, nah, there's a lot. Nah, there's a lot on that list. And we All need right. to make that list um, complete. Complete. So, yeah, because when we start something, you might as well finish it. Yeah, with this one. No, That's what I'm saying no. You, you no, well, no, 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 no. no. You've just said if we start, we're gonna finish it. So yeah, eventually when we're like ninety, probably. Anyway, let's. Um, Which is about six months for me. Oh, meh. It's about eighty-five but years. Anyway, you. thanks again to John and Adam from Taking Back Sunday. They were an absolute pleasure to speak to. Very funny. You got some great stories, and including the time that Mike Swings get a little bit out of hand. Yep, nearly killed that. Uh, Matt Rubano, yeah, friend of the podcast, Matt Rubano, who, the who podcast hasn't been on the podcast yet. Sh- who hopefully, will will now be on the podcast yes. in the near future. Yes, but a uh, special thanks again to Emma Van Dyke for sorting this out for us. Legend, you are literally a saint. And yeah, but taking back Sunday, as we talked about, are celebrating twenty years as a band, which is incredible. And they've got a lot of more stuff coming up for the year of twenty nineteen. They're going to be playing loads of more dates over in the states. Uh, they've got a special remastered edition and vinyl of Tell Your Friends on Have their they? online store. It's a green vinyl. It looks absolutely beautiful. I might buy myself a copy. That's I how nice yeah, it is. I wouldn't is. know what to do with the vinyl. Um, but I'm interested in you in the remastered version of Tell All Your Friends. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, they've got loads of things coming up, so make sure you... Keep up to date with everything well, I will. online. I will, Morgan. You I will, yeah. you tell, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. So me and you were just having oh, a conversation. Oh, yeah, this is a podcast. That's what we well, do. I will, Morgan. I will <laughs> check them out. Yeah. And yeah, and they did talk about new music, but they have just released a special acoustic edition of A Decade Under the Influence that features on right. 
Punk Goes Acoustic, nice. Volume 3, and that features a load of former guests of the podcast as well, as in As It Is, Under Oath, and Mayday Parade. I forgot we did them. Oh, Under Oath, especially. Big Chris. Lovely boy. Download special. Go back and listen to that one. Yes. Yes. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, this has awesome. been um, awesome. a big episode for us. One of yes. our favourites as well. Again, I can't say thank you enough to Adam and John. I was worried that... Because some people see us... When we turn up, some people just expect, oh, here we go. Same old boring interview. What are these divs going to ask us? But luckily for us, we tend to have... D- tend to have had some really really good guests who have done good interviews so yeah um yeah thanks again and um yeah get in touch with us on twitter and instagram at sapping pod send in guest suggestions or questions you think you wanted to hear from the bands that we might not have asked them so when we do run two with them we then have those questions ready yes and i was gonna mention we've got a lot of very cool things coming up in the not so distant future as well we're going to be at reading fest Festival next week. So, if there's anyone on the Reading and Leeds lineup you'd like us to speak to, tag them, tag us, and hopefully we can make it happen. And don't forget, if you want a last-minute uh, festival getaway to Arc Tangent, Oosh. make sure you check out arctangent.co.uk for slash tickets for 10% off to get yourself down there tomorrow to watch my sugar, or you can get 20% off your tickets for an early bird special for next year's event. Awesome. That's it, I think. No, nope, we've got to say a massive oh, thank you because we like our thank yous yes, to well, our true. Patreons who help make this podcast happen. Without them, God knows what we'd be doing. So, not only I know what I'd be doing sleeping, prostitution. Oh, interesting. Didn't anyway. have you down. Anyway, um, yeah, not only a massive thank you to anyone who gets involved with the podcast and on the Patreon, but a special thank you to the elite members of our Patreon page who are as follows. Dana Lasnova, thank you very much. John Price, thank you very much. Emma Barber, thank you very much. Janelle Caston, thank you very much. Liam Connolly, thank you very much. Paul Urshfield, thank you very much. Nathan Croshaw, thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, thank you very much. Scarlett Charlton, thank you very much. Kelly Irwin, thank you very much. Sam Ledgerwood, thank you very much. Mitch Perry, thank you very much. Becca Vaughan, thank you very much. Craig Harris, thank you very much. Emily Senegal, thank you very much. Martina McManus, thank you very much. Lucy Diaz, thank you very much. Hugh Stockwell, thank you very much. John and Emma, thank you very much. Mark Platten, thank you very much. Marcy Jacobson, thank you very much. Kieran Lewis, thank you very much. Jordan Burchard, thank you very much. Shuri Fawadali, thank you very much. Mike Cunningham, thank you very much. Livy Cropper, thank you very much. Kelly Cannon, thank you very much. Lydia Henderson, thank you very much. Scott Jones, thank you very much. Amy Thomas, thank you very much. Jamie Blueworth, thank you very much. Jenny Robinson, thank you very much. Tony Michael, thank you very much. Samantha Spray, very much. Samantha Spray, very much. Samantha Spray, thank you very much. Becky Mayoko, Maloko, Becky Maloko, thank you very much. Michael doesn't have a surname. Thank you very much. You know how many times I said thank you very much, and Too many times. I can't believe you did all that. I thought he's not going to keep this up. But he did. He has done. Again, thank you very much to all those people. I'm sorry I said thank you very much. Stop saying it. You've said it enough now. Right. It means the world, literally, it's not a joke. Cheers. Yeah, it's um, not a joke. Yeah, for getting involved. And if you'd like to become a part of the community, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Yes. Do that, please. Um, yeah, we love chatting to everyone and the meetups, etc. Yes. Um, that's it. So, if you've gotten this far... Oh, we need a word, don't we? What's a difficult word? Oh, yes. I got a word for you. Uh, if you've got this far, tweet, please tweet at Pod or Instagram at Pod the word Siamese. 
That'll do. That'll do, pig. Thank you very much for listening to episode 38 featuring the Taking Back Sundays. I've been Sean Smith. He's been Morgan Richards. I have. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else to do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.